0: (laughs) Exactly. All right. We left off on Lamed Gimel on the bays. We are on the second wide line. So the Gemara is about to raise a new Shaila. We're still talking about standing for Talmud So it asks the Gemara, What if Talachachim comes riding in on a horse? So do you stand? Is that considered that he's moving? When a Talmud Chachem is in his place, you don't need to stand for him, right? When uh, when let's say Talmud uh, Chachem walks into a room, and even if he if he doesn't sit down, but if he goes to shtender, let's say, and he starts learning by shtender, and he's standing up, so you could stop standing when he gets to when he gets to shtender, even if it's uh, your your Rebbe. Once he's once he's Amid you don't have to stand anymore. Similar to uh, the Gemara is going to discuss about a Sefer Torah, but that's that's the same is true with Sefer Torah when they bring a Sefer Torah. To, to when the Torah is moving you got to stand but once it gets to its stop even if it's not resting once it gets to its stop you wouldn't have to, uh, you wouldn't have to stand anymore so Talmud Chacham is sitting in his place he's, uh, he's sitting on the horse is that considered that he's moving or is that considered that he's standing in one place Tamar Baye Tashimah will bring a raya from a case of a mitzora. The halach is that a mitzorah can be mitame ba'ohel, meaning if a mitzorah and someone who's tahar are underneath the same ohel, so the person who's tahar now becomes tame. But that's only if the mitzorah is sitting down. So says in our Tashimah, let's bring a proof. Tame Yoshev tachasi ilan vetahar ome. Let's say a tame person, the mitzorah, is sitting under the tree, and the tahar person is standing. Tame still that's enough to make the Ta'ar person Tame. Tame omita ilan the Tahar If the Tame person however is standing and the Tahar person is sitting, Tahar, the Tumah is not going to be transmitted, the person who was Tahar remains Tahar. But as soon as the Tahar person sits down, the Tahar person becomes Tame. None of that is our raya. The raya is from the next three words. And the same is true by an Evan by a rock that has Tsaras, that has a negative of Tsaras on it. Let's say a person carries a rock that has Tsaras under a tree. And the Tahar person is sitting under the tree. The Tahar person does not become Tame unless the person carrying the rock also sits down. But wait a second. The person carrying the rock isn't the Tame one. The rock is Tame. So why do you have to wait for the person to carry the rock to sit down? Shouldn't it be enough that the rock is sitting? What do I mean the rock is sitting? It's resting in the hand of the one who's carrying it. So shouldn't that be considered that it's sitting down? But apparently not. Elamai, what do you see? When you're deciding whether something is Yoshef or Omed, whether something is in motion or in its place, you don't only look at it, you look at the item that it's, right, that it's riding on. So you look at the person holding the rock. So too over here you would say the same thing. Tamul Chacham is sitting on the donkey or on the horse that's riding by. You don't look at the Tamul Chacham and say, oh, he's sitting. No, you look at the animal that he's riding on and you say, if it's moving... He's moving. That's where we get the concept that Rachov is That when someone is writing, it's as if he's moving. and that that therefore answers our question. What about standing in front of a sefer Torah? We know you have to stand in front of a tamel Do you also have to stand for a sefer Torah? So they said the, they suggested the following: You stand. And for the learners of Torah, shouldn't it then be obvious that you stand for the Torah itself? Meaning, isn't it obvious that the Torah deserves more kavod than those who learn the Torah? And uh, you're only mechabi those who learn the Torah on account of the Torah. So the Torah itself demands even more kavod than those who learn it. So all of the Rishonim ask the Kasha. The Ran in the, most famously asks the Kasha this is against the Gemara Masechus Makos. The Gemara Masechus Makos says, Kamatib Shai, it says how, how foolish people are that they stand in front of the Sefer Torah, but they don't stand in front of Talmide Chachamim. And the Gemara says, because after all, think about it, the Torah says, Arboim Yakenu, that when you get Malchus, you have 40 lashes. The Chachamim came along, and they said, No, you only get 39. So don't you see the Chachamim overpower what it says in the Torah? So the Chacha, you should, if you're going to stand for the Torah, Kalvachomer, you should stand for the Chachamim. So Frech in that Gemara, Makos sounds like Talmud Chachamim are better than the Torah. They deserve more kavod than the Torah. And over here, it sounds that the Torah deserves more kavod than the Talmud Chachamim. So this is the, the famous kasha that a lot that, of the Rishonim and the Akronim deal with. The marshal over there in Misachus Makos tries to uh, um, explain Makos Tavchav Beis. The marshal explains that the uniqueness of the Talmidi Chacham that's being highlighted in the Gemara is that very often people assume that all the Rabbana never do is the Machmer people, right? We have, uh, if we could only follow Dine Torah, things would be so much easier. The Chacham came along and they added on this stricture and that Isser and that and that Taka, everything's a Chumrah. So Kamatip Shai, we're saying, no, how foolish they are, they don't realize the Chacham picked uh, where, where they're going to be Machmer and where they're going to be Mekel. But look what they did by a place where it's so painful, where the Yavarboim Yakenu, the Chacham took one Way, but it's not about which one is better. The Torah may, in fact, be better, but we're highlighting the right of the Chachamim to uh, to be al devre Torah. Um, however, other other Achronim and Rishonim suggest different answers. The uh, Shev Shmaitza, which we'll get to his Akdama in our, our Hakdamah eventually, but uh, the Shev Shmaitza has a beautiful Hakdamah, and in Os Ayn of his Hakdamah. He answers as follows. He says, He answers based on what it says in the Sefer Tepharus Yisrael. He says, When you look at the way God created the world, He didn't finish the job. He left a lot of things for us to finish for Him. Purposely, obviously, he left things for us to uh, to, to uh, be mesakein entirely. Like the measure says, Kol right, HaShem Baruch Hu makes wheat, wheat isn't any good, you need to grind the wheat, you need to uh, make flour out of it and then bake it into a bread. That's when it's gonna. That, that's when it becomes good. That's it's through our own actions that things become that things become complete. And he says the the the, the uh, Torah uh, requires tikkun al yaday talmidei chachamim that the talmidei chachamim are mashlim the Torah. That's uh so the Torah is no different than uh, than the wheat. It's a wonderful creation, it's an unbelievable thing, but we need Talmidi Khacham to interpret it in order to be mashlamist. So he says, Ah, Vizek avanasam zal. that's what Chazal meant when they said Hani tipsai de Kaimi Mikami lo kaimi mekami rabanan that the people are so foolish for standing for a severe tumor not for the rabbanan. The ikur tikkun vashlama sa torahideh Kham de chada. You see that the Torah is only completed and uh explained through the Talmud Echachamim, and he says, "I'll give you a mashiach." It's as if you have a vineyard full of vines, right? So you you need someone to work the vines and to be able to uh, to harvest things properly and to be able to make sure that they uh, that the vines grow uh, nice grapes as as much as as possible and to keep all sorts of. Um, of, of animals away from, from the grapes that they shouldn't need and to make sure that everything goes smoothly. So wh- what are you uh, excited about when you get the grape? You're excited about the worker? No, you're excited about the, the grape. The grape is the ikkar. That's certainly the tachlis. That's certainly what you're looking for. At the same time, you realize that you never could have gotten the grape without the worker. So he says that's, that's the, the, uh, what the two gemaras refer to. You have on the, the Gemara Makos highlights the idea that the Torah would be inaccessible to us and would be not understandable to us, incomprehensible to us if we didn't have to meet chachamim our Gemara highlights that uh, the Ikkar still our main focus is still not on the uh, Talmud Khamim, It's on. It should be on the Torah itself. And he gives a further muscle, You have someone who uh, who, who who is able to take uh, pearl. the you know is, is, is able to to uncover diamonds and pearls. So he says, without them, you would never have the gem. But again, you're not interested in the person who's uh, working toward it. You're interested in the actual the actual precious gem. So that's the uh, shev shmeitzer. The most direct answer, though, probably is what the Ran himself says. Right? The Ran himself says that there's a difference between a regular Tamil chacham and a. Uh, and a, a, um, and, and a super Talmud Chacham. I think that's what uh, um, sorry, no, it's not the Some The, the Sharm Tzian Ba'alacha quotes yeah, I think it might be um, yeah, it's from the Rishonim I think it's it's either uh, the Sharm Tzian Ba'alacha quotes it I'm not sure he quotes it from uh, either the, the Tosar Rush or some of the acronym, but he says the following that a Talmud Chacham um, a regular Talmud Chacham uh, is, is on a lower level than the Sefer Torah, but certain extreme Talmide Chachamim might be on a higher level than the Sefer Torah. So it sounds like a strange chilek to make. Why would he make such a chilek? Because the Gemara Mako says how foolish those people are that they stand for the Torah but not for the Talmide And then the Gemara says, why? Cause what, what does the Chacham tam- tam- do? He's able to take away one of the 40 Malkus. So he says, who's able to do that? Any rabbi could just get up and do that? No, you need someone who's right in the Sanhedrin. You need someone who's on the stature, who's, who's, of, who's of stature to be able to sit on the Sanhedrin to be able to do something like that. Ah, so once you're talking about Talmudic comment in that league, so that you could say that such a person has is able to overpower what it see, what seems like Pashah Pshat Torah. So such a person you would stand for even more so than a Sefer Torah. Okay, Vayter okay. in the Gemara, Rabbi Loiv, Rabbi Akiva Bar Zivdi Aviyasvi, Rabbi Loiv and Rabbi Akiva Bar Zivdi were sitting. So Rabbi Shimon walked. By and they stood for Abshimbaraba. Amul Hus Baraba said to them, What are you doing? First of all, you guys are real Talmud I'm just a Chacham, meaning I'm a lower level Talmud than you guys, so why are you standing for me? And also, you guys are learning. Should people who are learning stand for someone who learns? Meaning it doesn't make sense for someone who you're learning right now, you're involved in Torah right now. Why should the Torah stop and stand and give honor to someone who happens to learn sometimes? So, Savd Kavblazer, Damlavblazer, any Talmud Chacham Rashelav, any Rav B'shal Shalsu Patora. He assumes like Ravblazer, the Talmud Chacham cannot that you're not allowed to stand for somebody when you're middle of learning Torah. When you're middle of learning Torah, the Talmud Chacham walks in. You don't stand. Layit ala Abaye. Abaye vehemently disagreed with that, right? Layit, layit literally means cursed. Abaye cursed uh, that sheet of Ravblazer and anyone who listened to it. He said, no, ad you when you're learning, you should stand for Talmud Chacham. He didn't agree with, uh, with Rabbi Lazar. It The us in a few places in Shash points out that there are certain uh, Amorayim that have lashonos that are associated with them. Layil ala Abaye is the, the expression that we use to, uh, to, 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 to describe how Abaye reacted to certain things. You don't find it by other Amorayim. You find it by Abaye. The Bitu akre boshe, Ad-Boha ohala. So the Pasuk says that they uh, looked after Moshe until he arrived at his tent. So Yisak, Is this saying a positive thing or a negative thing? So it's a Machlokas. The one who says that it's a negative thing is, you know, the negative thing that this would mean. The Gemara never explains what the negative thing is. It just says, yeah, Isa, like, like we know. And uh, Rashi has to explain. Isa. First Rashi has to explain why the Gemara doesn't say it so he says because it's something that's so disgusting the Gemara didn't want to be same. Uh, they didn't want to repeat Lashonara, right? they, just because people say Lashonara about Moshe Rabbeinu, no reason for the Gemara to repeat it. So the Gemara just says, yeah, they would say bad things about Moshe, and that's what the Torah is referring to. But if you look at the medrash, it's explicit what, what they used to say, Medrish Rabbi Ro Kama Avim Shukav, they would look and they would say, look how, how healthy and robust and, you know, that Moshe Rabbeinu looks. He looks like he's very well fed. Obviously, he's taking all of our money and buying himself the finest foods and taking very good care of himself. He doesn't seem to, uh, to be lacking for anything. And that's what they would say about Moshe Rabbeinu. Sharmu uh, B'alacha asked the obvious Kasha: if the Gemara wanted to keep it a secret, why is the Medrash holy? Why is Rashi holy? Why they? Uh, why 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 would the Medrash not keep it a secret? It seems like something that we shouldn't be saying about Moshe Rabbeinu. I do the Gemara seems to be correct. Don't don't uh, repeat Lashon It's ridiculous. They're saying these things about Moshe Rabbeinu. Why would the Medrash say such things? So Shemitza and Balacha suggests it's a theme that he has going through a number of his uh, svarim and all the different masechthas that agadita and medrash was not really meant for the masses That in general very few people actually learned agadita and medrash the medrash was uh ain yada kol nemash bashenba why because Ein other masayu lil tadir people don't learn agadita all the time so uh so he said that it was it would be less publicized in the medrash the gemara so uh, Gemara, people learn all the time. We're learning it right now, right? Gemara is uh, dafyomi. People are going to learn all the time. So Gemara, we, uh, we we would keep it. We would keep it out of. Um, it could be that with Medrash, who does learn the Medrash? So Rabbanim learn the Medrash. So maybe there's an important message for Rabbanim to know. That uh, important to know that if uh, like the the, the um, like the Gemara says. That if uh, you have a Talmud Chacham who people uh, like him too much, if you have a, a Rav who everyone was very popular, he's obviously not doing his job. He's not uh, he's not giving enough muscle. He's not doing what he, what he should be doing. So the Rabbanim should know. Sometimes it's very uh, people get dejected that uh, that are that that others are criticizing them and that they're suspicious of them. So the Rabbanim should know. Look, your logar, you know Moshe Rabbeinu was, uh, was 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 no better situation. People criticized him as well. So the Rabbanim learn the Medrash. Don't pick up that chizik and that mess but everyone else learning Gemara we don't need to hear uh, the Lashon Hara about Moshe Rabbeinu so Rabbi Teller in his husband for the Rav said that when he uh, became a Rav uh, when he became a Rabbi of a shul which he wasn't planning on he never had that in his plans in his career he, um, he asked the Rav how do I say drashas on Shabbos so the Rav said first of all never skip a Nagar to Gemara when you get to Nagar to Gemara and second of all uh, read through the Medrash Rabbah on that week's parsha every single week, and uh, you'll always find. If you do those two things, you'll always have something to say. And he said, and if you don't have something to say, the third rule is don't speak. Right? Only, only speak when you when you have something to say. But the point is, though, that uh, he would tell him, a, a rab shall learn through Midrashim to be able to uh, to have something to darshan about. Anyway, the one who says that it was a shvach from Moshe Rabenu. How is this a shvach from Moshe Rabenu? When a Chacham passes by, you stand when he's within your Dalaramos, and you wait till he goes past your Dalaramos. As soon as he goes past your Dalaramos, you sit down, you're good, you fulfilled your Chiv, even though he's still walking, but he's outside of your Dalaramos. And Avbeizim comes, so you should stand as soon as you see him. But once he's Dalaramos past you, then you can sit down already. Nasi Over, Omin Milfanum Lo'enav A Nasi passes by, you should stand as far as you can see him. Venu Yoshev at And you don't sit until he found his seat. Until he got to where he needed to get to. Shenemarvi Moshe Adboa Oela. That's what we learned from that passage. They will look after Moshe until he got to his O'el. Why? To give him kavod they couldn't sit until he got back home so they were watching him all the whole time to see that he got back home so apparently in this story as rashi points out the last rashi on the page moshe nasi haya apparently moshe has the din of a nasi so the achronim asked what do you mean moshe has the din of a nasi doesn't he have a din of a melech mitzvay asks doesn't he have a din of a melech how can you say that he's only a nasi so pashto says He's at least a nasi, meaning he's a uh, adrava. So, good, so he has the din of a melech. So of course, they can't sit until uh, until he reaches the, the ohel. But uh, it doesn't sound that way from Rashi. Rashi says Moshe nasi haya, not that he not that he was more than a nasi, but that he was a nasi. So this Pesach suggests that he didn't become a melech in one day. It wasn't, uh, you know, when he was born, he wasn't a melech. When at the burning bush, he wasn't a melech yet. That there's a there's a progression of becoming a greater talmud Chachem as life goes on, as people uh, have more experience, and he became a great, uh, a bigger, uh, uh, he, he he gained a higher status after the second luchos. When he got the second luchos, that's when he became a melech. Okay, says Gemara. Now we're getting to today's daft. Any Mitzvah Shazman Gramma, women are Patevam, any Mitzvah Shazman Gramma, women are Chayavosin. So it says, ask the Brisa, Tanra grama. what exactly is a Mitzvah Shazman Gramma? What are some examples of a Mitzvah Shazman Gramma? So the Brisa answers, Sukkah, Lulav, Shofar, Tzitzit, Tefillin. Right? Those are all Mitzvah Shazman Gramma. Those are all classic Mitzvah Shazman grandma. Um The Ritva points out, other rishonim as well, that this is not an exhaustive list. We're not trying to list off every single mitzvah as man right? That's the the, uh, the 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 question of the Gemara was a Give me an example of what, what would be a mitzvah as man grama. Doesn't say that that uh, that uh, that it's that are mitzvah as right? It doesn't say Elu Mitzvah Shazman These are the Mitzvah Shazman in which case we'd be giving somewhat of an exhaustive list. No, we're not trying to name them all. We're only trying to name a few. So we name a few to give uh, an idea of Mitzvah Shazman Now, why is Tzitzis a Mitzvah Mangrama? Why are Tefillin a Mitzvah Shazman So Tosos discusses the issue, and each of them are Machlokas Rishonim. Says Tosos of the Kaimelon by Rabba to Lila's Mantfilin. Tfilin. even though we pass in that Lila's Mantfillin that you you can wear tvillin at night. So wait a second. How's tvillin in the Zaman? Grandma, than if you can wear it at night it's a Mitzvah because you don't wear tefillin on Shabbos in Yantiv. Kedashin pergamotzi tefillin like we learned at the end of Erevin. Remember Erevin was a very tough Mesech and at the end we got a little bit of uh, Chazal uh, threw us a bone They gave us a little bit of a at the end. Why don't we wear tefillin on Shabbos? Because Shabbos does not require the os of tefillin. Tefillin is an Os, and uh, Shabbos does not require an os because Shabbos itself is an os. Right? That's the assumption that we always need two osos at all times. That we have a brismila. Brismila is an os. That's why the minig is that at a brismila people keep their tefillin on because when they're imparting, uh, when they're giving one os, to a person, so it's appropriate to keep the tefillin on to show that we're wearing the other os. So it's uh, we relate the os the osos to each other. So uh, so with, with uh, Shabbos, when you have Shabbos to replace the os of tefillin, there's no need for uh, for tefillin. There's a trumas hadeshin where someone asks the trumas hadeshin, ah, oh, what if you have a person that was Mesoach machmas mila, so he's naral or he's not a naral, he's mezulachem machmas mila, doesn't have a mila, he doesn't have the os of mila. Should he wear tefillin on Shabbos? So the Tribusdeshan that's where the Tribusdeshan formulates the very important klal, Ain Lemaidin Minha Agados. He says to Don't get so excited about it. It's not gonna change all the halachos just because uh, you came up with a Gumara about uh, about an oath. The oast thing is not, uh, not don't don't take it so uh, so literally in terms of lemaisa. So that's in terms of of If it's sits is the Khashir Nachem Grama, why do we consider it sits as a Grama? Just some background information. There's a major machlokus we shown him, what uh, what we what what it means when we assume that uh, tzitzis is associated with daytime and not with nighttime, right? The the makhluk 's Rambam in the rush doesn't mean that daytime clothing, the type of clothing you would wear during the daytime, requires tzitzis, but four-cornered pajamas do not require tzitzis, regardless of when you're wearing them, meaning that four-cornered pajamas in broad daylight, you would be pater from tzitzis, but four-cornered daytime clothing, uh, you would be chayv in tzitzis whenever, or is it no, it's not about the Type of clothing, it's literally daytime and nighttime. So says Tosos. How sits this? Mr. Shazman Gramma Omri the Heinukrab Shimon. Apparently, Sitisu? to suffer Laila with his That's going like the Shita that nighttime is not the Zman Sitis and women are Potter because Mr. Shazman Grama. So Frak Tosos a few lines later. The Thema Hechi Chashev sits Mr. Shazman Gramma. The Mandiam sitsus Kim the Kli Kufsa Chayav There's another Shita out there in the Gemara, that tzitzis is not a chiv on the gavret, it's a chiv on the talus. That if you have a beggar that has dollar even if it's in your closet, you put tzitzis on it. So that would be daytime, nighttime, doesn't make a difference. You'd, be, uh, you, you'd have to put tzitzis on I Tells us, obviously, assuming that tzitzis, that the is the daytime Khiv of is not related to the daytime per se. It's related to the clothing that you wear during the day. But clothing that that's normally worn at night, even if you wear it during the day, is patram tzitzis. Clothing that you normally wear during the day, even if you happen to be wearing it at night, is chayiv so Tosus clearly assumes that. Uh, so he asks, I understand. How could it be a mitzvah uh, Shazman man grama that has nothing to do with this man? How could you consider it as man grama if you chayv both daytime and night time? So that's Tosus' very interesting answer. Shas man grama does not have to be that direct. Tosus says it doesn't have to be that. It's only at certain times. What makes something daytime clothing and nighttime clothing? Daytime and nighttime determine whether something is daytime. When you wear pajamas, since you, 98% of the time, you're wearing it at night. So it's considered nighttime clothing. Ah, so the Zman led to that being labeled nighttime clothing. Once it's labeled nighttime clothing, you're positive. That's enough! to be considered Zman Grama. It reminded me a little of the Shlomo Kluger that we discussed in the in terms of uh, Kiddush Levana, where he wanted to suggest that Kiddush Levana is not Zman Grama because it's indirect, right? It's the Levana happens to be caused by the Zman, but the, the Chiv is only from the having the, 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 the new moon, not from the, the, the Zman itself. Maybe it can be a little more indirect. It also seems to assume that it doesn't have to be directly only related to Zman, that as long as Zman somehow plays a role, it's considered to be uh, Zman Grama. Okay, invite we right in the Gemara. What are examples of Mitzvah say Gramma? zman Grama? It says, All of these are not Zman Grama. So uh, the Sharmu Tzion Baalacha asks um, uh, from here on a Tshuva Savnei The Tshuva savnei writes that in the Mitzvah of Mechias is a Mitzvah zman Shaloh Grama. Why? Because you're not allowed to kill on Shabbos. And Mitzvah of Mechias involves killing malik. So since you're not allowed to kill on Shabbos, it's a Mitzvah Shazman Grama. So Son of Balacha says, are you allowed to build a Makkah on Shabbos? No. Is Mitzvah of Bona on Shabbos also? Are you allowed to put up a Mezuzah on Shabbos? You're not allowed to put up any sort of permanent fixture attached to your bias on Shabbos. Right? That's also an Mitzvah of Bona. How are these considered mitzvah, sheinah, zman, grama? It's a sharp kasha. He says, obviously, the reason these are considered enah zman grama is that it's not that it's not the zman mitzvah on Shabbos. It's that when you put it up, uh, it's the, the, there happens to be a melacha that doesn't allow you to put it up. It happens to be a violation of melacha Shabbos. Tefillin, there's no in putting on tefillin on Shabbos. It's simply that Shabbos is not the Zaman Tefillin. So that's why tefillin is man grama. These items, there, there is a, there's just a malach in your way, but it's nothing inherent about the mitzvah that says that it, be, that it shouldn't be done on Shabbos. Or else it could be argued, perhaps to defend the Avni Nezer, that these mitzvahs are not only fulfilled at the time you're putting them up, these mitzvahs are fulfilled every second that they are up. The mezuzah, the makkah, etc. So since they're fulfilled every second they are up, you do get the mitzvah on Shabbos. You are in fact doing the mitzvah on Shabbos by having a mezuzah on your house. That itself is the mitzvah that you're doing that you're doing on Shabbos. Tosos asks a different kasha. Tosos says, wait a second, these aren't just mitzvah saseh. These are mitzvah losase as well. By makkah, it says, losasim damim secha. It has a losase, not, uh, not, not to make your house a dangerous place. So uh, granted, Tosos says, Gemara Baba Kama says, that doesn't only relate to makkah. It relates to being megadel Kelevra, It relates to uh, to raising a bad dog in your house. Machok Shishon, whether Ra is just a description of every dog or it happens to be a specific type of dog. Um, right? Right? Is between dog owners and non-dog owners. Um, the uh, nevertheless, the uh, the point is though there is a losase by Hashavah Saveda, it says uh, losucha <laughs> It's a losase. We list Aveda over here as one of the mitzvah mis- mis- man grama. Forget about the fact that it's not man grandma. Women are chayv anyway because it's a losase by It says losikach <laughs> All of these are losases. So what do you need to say that it's not man grandma. That's why women are potter? It's a losase, and that's why women are. are I'm sorry, that's why women are chayiv. It's a losa say. and that's why women are chayiv. So Tulsa says, each of these cases, you can come up with a heichitimtza where you can have the assay without the losa assay. Right, you can have uh, you can have uh, the you can you can fulfill the mitzvah saseh say without uh, with it, without the laws to say. For instance, by makkah, you build the makkah and it fell. So uh, it could be that uh, if you if you uh, uh, wanted to build the makkah and you intended to build the makkah or you did build the makkah and it fell, it's only a, a violation of the ase of asisa makkah. So if it were a mitzvah sh- shazman grama, women would be puttered By aveda, you find you could have the ase without the lav. If you take it almenas 0 you pick up the aveda. The issue is. Is not to be misalim from it, not to hide your face from it. You didn't. You picked it up and you intended to give it back, and now you decide not to give it back. So you're not being misalim from it. You picked it up, but nevertheless, it's a violation of the uh, the mitzvah to say Shulach Khan Also, if you take the mother al minas to send to to, to 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 you take the uh, uh, the pick up the mother al minas to send her away, and then you decide, nah, I'm not going to send her away. So again, you only didn't violate the los assay, but the uh, but the asay you still have. So that's one answer to Tosos. Second answer to Tosos is. The Yeshma Farsum to Mikalma Komika Nafcusa in the first wide line K Shia Li Isha the Kaimist say. D'hava I'm sorry, Kiya Li Isha the Kaimit say Di Hava Amina Danach Tourisme, the Lavisman Grama, Kamokin Yup Tourisman Alavin. This is something that other reason say as well. It's a package deal. That these these mitzvahs los hasay, the ritva says it even more directly in the name of uh, in the name of the ramban that these are a package deal if you don't if you're not going to be chayiv in the mitzvah say, you wouldn't be chayiv in the Los either one comes together with with the other the Los are meant simply to strengthen the assay so uh, this is similar to what Tulsus has in vav when the gemara discusses about being in al mitzvahs say that you're for someone to, uh, to, to fulfill the mitzvah saseh. So the Mark gives the example of being kofa someone to do tzedakah. So frekt tosos, what do you mean? There's also a lo saseh involved when it comes to tzedakah, that uh, that you shouldn't close your hand to an ani. So tosos, one of the answers, Tosos gives like four answers over there. One of the answers that Tosos gives is that the lo saseh is there just to be mechazik the ase, but primarily it's really a mitzvah saseh, and therefore it has a status of a mitzvah saseh. Okay, that's the... Um, so that's that's the point. The uh, the now notice on the list of things that are misseisha uh, enosz man grama is is absent mitzvah of Ksiva sefer torah. Now the Shagasagi says, oh, you see a right from here that, uh, that 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 we don't consider Ksiva sefer torah a misseisha lozman grama, and therefore we must consider zman grama for some reason, and women are going to be pater. Um, I'm sorry, uh, and and uh, so so I'm sorry. He says that we see from this Gemara that it doesn't doesn't count Mitzvah laws Man Grama, right? And 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 women are potter. So the um, the the uh, the problem with the Shagas Aryeh's suggestion is. We're not trying to give an exhaustive list, like the Ritfa said. We weren't trying to give an exhaustive list. We didn't say, Elu mangrama, Elu We're asking Ezoi. We're trying to get a general idea. So it's unclear why he would uh, be mediaic why we don't have Ksiva Sefer Torah, when we have Talmud Torah, or something like that. Okay, anyways, Frech the Gemara, weiter. Um so we gave this list. So ask Limaru is this really a rule? There are plenty of mitzvahs that we, uh, that women are Khayev in. You have Matzah, you have Simchyantiv, you have Hakel, all of these are Zmangram and women are still Khayev. Visu, Hari Talmatora, Peri Varivya, pidinaben Ben Dalat Mitsh Mangramu, but You have Talmatorah, Purvu, pidinaben these are not mangram at all, and yet women are going to be put from these mitzvahs. So this this uh, idea that we have a rule of mitzvah mangrama man grama versus man grama is simply not true. in the Yes, sometimes we give rules, but the rules aren't necessarily uh, you know they're not they're not necessarily ironclad. Even though even if it says chutz, even if it, uh, it says this is always true except for in the following cases, still there might be more exceptions other than the cases that are that are laid out for us. Um, even though it says the word kol kol mitzvah Kol doesn't always mean everything. Rubo kikulo. Right? Kol sometimes just means uh, the majority. The taz in Orchaim is some Tav Again, Pebez. Again, Korbalei Sharmat Sallam Balacha says that's, that, he explains based on the idea that kol doesn't always mean everything. The nusuch, al kol kulo. Why do we have to add the word kulo? Once you say meloch al kol don't you get the idea that it relates to everything? No, says the taz. Kol very often means not everything. m'loch al kol Kulo means everything, so you have to. We have to add in that extra word. So where do we see that uh, a klal is not necessarily iron clad, and there may be exceptions to a klal? You can make an erev or an erev or shitufe mavuos with anything, with any type of food, chutzman amayim except for with water and with salt. So, from the Gemara, v'su leka are those really the only exceptions? V'ika Kamenu pitrios. What about various fungi? What about uh, mushrooms? Right, you can't make an eruv chateros with that either. made them not close. Right, you can't. But uh, again, we don't learn from the cloud just because we make a rule and we say chutz and we say it's except for this thing for this item doesn't necessarily mean that it's only uh, those items. There might be other exceptions on the list as well. What kind of erv are we talking about? So Rashi says a. Well, Russia over here... Telsus quotes Rashi as saying "eruve Chatzeros and "eruve tchumen." Rashi says "bechol eruve Chatzeros, Right, he only refers to "eruve chaseros." Either way, Telsa says "velonihiro da be eruve Chatzeros Being in the past. he says it can't be talking about "eruve Chatzeros. because an "eruve chatzeros requires bread. So he says there's a lot more exceptions to the rule than just uh, Mayim and melach and kameinu pitrios. There's a, there's a lot more that uh, that that cannot be used for "eruve chatzeros. So he says the mir bechol marvin eruve tchumen davka." He says. It has to be dafke ruvit chumin, not a ruvit that we're referring that we are referring to over here. Okay, so z'mar vayter mitseishas grama nashim peturos. Women are exempt from mitseishas man grama. So now we can get very technical in terms of how we make the limudim that they're parted from zman grama chayiv and zman grama. Says, me Nolan. How do I know that they're part from mitzvahs? Man, grammar, grammar, mitzvah. We learn that from Tefillin. Mat Tefillin, Hashem Turos. After Kalnat Sichas Man Gramma, If they're part from Tefillin, they're part from all mitzvahs. Man, Grama. How do we know they're part from Tefillin? With Tefillin, Gavuramit Talmud We learn Tefillin from Talmud Torah. Not Talmud Torah, Hashem Turos. After Tefillin, Just like women are part from Talmud Torah, so to Tefillin, they're they're going to be part from. Since the two mitzvahs are related to each other, we can't learn it directly from Talmud Torah because Talmud Torah is not a mitzvah. Ramah. We need to learn from Tefillin, but Tefillin we're able to derive from Talmud Torah. Why do we learn Tefillin from Talmud Torah? Why don't we instead learn Tefillin from Mezuzah, and learn that they should be chayiv, they're chayiv in Mezuzah, so let us learn that they should be chayiv in Tefillin, based on the comparison to Mezuzah. It says, Tefillin Talmud Torah iskish b'im b'parasha Rishona, b'im b'parasha Shniya. Tefillin in Mezuzah b'parasha Shniya lo iskish. Tefillin is, is, is hukash to, to Talmud Torah in both of the first two parshios, but it's only compared to mezuzah in the first parsha of kreishma right Not in the not in not in the second parsha. so the the strength of the connection between tfilin and talmud torah is greater than the strength of the connection between tfilin and mezuzah and that's why we learn tfilin from talmud torah but why don't we learn mezuzah from talmud torah we should say that women are putter from mezuzah just like they are putter from Talmud Torah it says the it because the Pesuk explains why it is that we have mezuzah, and it says the Ma'an Yirbu so that you can live a long life. So what? Only men want to live a long life. Women don't want to live a long life. No, women want the bracha just as much. And therefore, we'd rather not compare mezuzah to Talmud Torah and exempt women, because women need the long life also. They want to be chayiv. They, they want the bracha that goes along with, uh, with, with, uh, the, with the mezuzah. So, tells us, wait a second. Doesn't it say something about chayim by Torah as well? Right? Torah is also your life. But Women don't need uh, don't need life. Only men need life. It's why why should they be putter from Torah and at the same time be chayim and tefillin? the same Svara of uh, of of it relating to chayim. So um, says Tosfos a couple of answers. First, he says When it says it's not referring to Torah. It's referring to all mitzvahs, that the observance of the laws of the Torah, not Talmud Torah itself, the observance of all the laws of the Torah, is Chayekha. Another answer, he says, Dein Achinami, Dei Bena Bina Talmud Torah Kedomar HaAsam, U Bina Mezuzah Kedomar HaAcha. The past relates to Talmud and to Mezuzah, and it tells us about Chayev, Mi who ain't Lomredin, Dechayev in Hashem of Mishum Svarah de Gavar Boi However, he says, to make women chayiv in Talmud Torah because of this svarah, that men, you know, that women need life just as much as men do is not so logical because we have a very strong source on the other side to say that women should be patah from Talmud Torah. We had the pasuk earlier or is what we really had right. We have a special drasha in the pasuk to tell me. When you have a special drush on the Pesach tell you not to include the daughters, so that beats out the Svara of Gavur B'Echai and Noshilo B'Echai. But when it, when it comes to mezuzah, there is no miut, there is no pasuk, there's no drasha to tell me that women are not chayv in mezuzah. So therefore, we fall back on the svara and we use the svara gavr baichayim nashim lo baichayim. Okay, frightening. What about sukkah? Women are in fact shazman grama. They seem to only be parted from sukkah because there's a special drasha the pasuk of ha ezrach lahotzi asanashim halaf ha chinashim chayavos. What about sukkah? Women are in fact parted from sukkah, but not on account of being mitzeh shazman grama. They seem to only be parted from sukkah because there's a special drasha in the pasuk of ha Why do I need that Joshua and the Pasuk? Shouldn't they be Pater anyway? Because it's mitzvah Shazman Grama? So I'm Rabbi Yitzrich. No, I need the Pasuk. I might have thought that women are Chayiv in Sukkah because the Chayiv of sitting in Sukkah is Teshu Kentaduru. is for a man to be in Sukkah the same way he lives in his house. Now, just like a man in his house is with his wife, so I might think in the Sukkah he needs his wife there. Well, how's he going to convince his wife to sleep in the Sukkah with him? It must be that she's Chayiv. I might have thought that that's the Torah alluding to the fact that she's really chayiv in sukkah. Otherwise, there's no way he's going to fulfill Teishvuken to Duru. So Kamash mulan, that no, that she's still putter. Does that necessarily mean that he doesn't need, that to do doesn't include having his wife there? No, it could be that to fulfill to do he does need his wife there. He's to buy her something, to make make a really nice sukkah. He's got to do something to, to make her come. Or, and if she refuses to, she's not chayav too, so then maybe he, maybe married man, is put from sleeping in the sukkah. Right? That's it's interesting. It would be put from sleeping there at night, because that would be Teshu do, But taking a nap during the day, first of all, it's not freezing cold usually in these parts. And also, uh, that's not it. People don't always take a nap at the the same time that their wives take a nap. So take a nap during the day, Pashas. It should be done uh, in the sukkah. You probably don't have that hater of the Teshuke to do. Anyway, veravah amar, it's the uh, the reason why we need a special passage to tell me that women are, are putter from sukkah, even though it's Mitzay Shazman Grama, is because I might think that we should derive it from Chagamatzos, like Zereshava Tezvav Tezvav, from Pesach, Malala, Nashem Chayavos, Avka, Nashem Chayavos, just like women are Chayavon Matzah, so too they should be in Sukkah, so Tzricha, that's why I need to be told that they're putter from uh, from Sukkah, uh, so we, the Zereshava Tezvav Tezvav is used. It is a real xeroshav, we use it for other halachos. We use it to teach us that you're chayiv on the lay rishona that you must eat in the sukkah on the first night regardless. Meaning, just like matzah, the rest of Pesach, you want to eat matzah, you don't want to eat matzah, fine, but the first night you must eat matzah, so to the first night of the sukkah, you must eat in the sukkah. So we do use that xeroshav, we're just not using it to teach us this. Meaning, we're not using it to teach us that women are chayiv in uh, that women are Khaiv in sukkah. Um, that that's why we would have. That's why we have the pasuk of Kol Elazar. Tell me their Tosus in a couple of places in Shas asks why uh, we need the pasuk. Why? How do I know women are chayiv in matzah? Because Kol Shesham Bal Tolkal Kham Yesham B'Komechol Matza. Right? Anyone who is not allowed to eat chamitz is chayiv to eat matza. asks why don't you just say that? I'm sorry. Tosus asks why don't you say Afin Hoyv Right, that they should be chayvin matzah and they should be chayvin sukkah because of afi no anes why, why, why would you say that, they're, uh, that the reason that chayvin matzah is because you have a special drusha? Aphinoe anes should be enough. So Tulsa says a couple of different answers in different places. One, he says that Aphinoe anes maybe only works for Mitzvah Starabanon. It doesn't work on Mitzvah Staraisa. Second, he says maybe it works on Mitzvah Staraisa, but it's only a Machayev midrabanan. When you apply Aphinoe anes to Mitzvah Staraisa, it only creates, it only generates we wanted to generate a Khivdarisa for women to eat matzah. So in order to generate a Khivdar we need a Drasha to uh, to generate such such a, uh, such a chiv such So that's why we don't we don't apply Afin Okay, the um, the interestingly Tulsa says in, in Megillah, he says, also I would have thought to learn Tezvav Tesva from Sukkah. The opposite of what the Gemara is suggesting here. We might have thought that since by sukkah we know they're chayiv, so uh, by, that we know that they're pater, it's only called Ezra, women are pater. I might have thought that they're pater, based on, based on, on Tezvav, and that would overpower the afi and and that's why we need a special drusha to tell me that they're chayiv in, uh, in matzah. Okay, says the Gemara. Rei'ah the Mitzvah Shasman Grama. At the time the Chaz Rakhman is a Churcha. Lotziyah Nashim alav Hachi Nashim Chayavos. Rei'ah the Mitzvah Shasman Grama. And yes, women are puter, but only because we have a special drasha. Right? We don't know it on our own. Why don't we know it on our own? Because Mitzvah Shasman Grama. So Israel, salted aleph mi neil freei'ah rei'ah mehakel. Because I might have thought to learn out from from hakel. That's why I need a special pasuk. Tell me that they're puter. I would have thought that they're chayav just like by hakel. Fract the Film Vadi alfilim mitfilim leptura me mi simchul lechiyava. Instead of learning from tefillin, we know that women are putter in tefillin. We know that they're chayiv in simcha. We know that both of those are mitzvah shas So why, when we're making the rule, when women are chayiv in mitzvahs, when they're putter, why make the rule based on tefillin that they're putter from mitzvah shas man grama? Make the rule based on simcha that they're chayiv in all mitzvah shas man grama. am Rabbi Isha Bailam Misamcha. No, a woman doesn't have a chayiv of simcha zyantef. It's the chayiv on her husband to be misameach her. memra. Oh yeah, then how can an almana have a chayiv simcha if it's only a chayiv on the husband? So Bishruya etzlo. No, that's also chiv on the people who live near the almana to be misameach her. Again, it's not her own chiv. Why don't we learn from hakel? Because matzah and hakel are both mitzvahs man that women are chayiv, but it's in Whenever you have shnekzumna ban two that teach me the same thing, we can't use that to derive the rule in, in other places from. Isn't tfil and also Both of those are mitzvahs man that women are pata from. So, and the Torah tells me in those two places that women are pata. So why am I able to derive it to the rest of Kalatura Kula? So answer's no, those aren't Snake Sunna because I would not have known one without the other. Whenever you wouldn't have known one without the other, it's not called Snake Sum Nabam Kakad. Srichit, the tefillin had it only said tefillin, not re'iya have a minanel fria reiyah mehakel. I would have said to derive re'iya reiyah from Hakel, and therefore I would not have known that uh, that, 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 uh, that that by re'iya that they are uh, putter. Of a low cost of tefillin, and had it only said that the prayer by Re'iyah and not tefillin, Ratosus keeps pointing out it doesn't mean had the Torah not said a mitzvah of tefillin. It means had we not learned an exemption of women from tefillin. Obviously, have amina akish tefillin mezuzah. I would have thought that you can compare tefillin to mezuzah, and therefore women should be chayavos in uh, in tefillin just like they chayavos in mezuzah. Tzricha, that's why we need both. So frankly, Mar'i, You can say the same thing about matza and hakel. Those are mitzvahs. That women are chayavosin, and don't tell me Sheikh Sumna Bankechon, because they're also needed. You wouldn't know one without the other. Says, really? Why wouldn't you know one without the other? Why would you need both? Had it said hakel and not said matzah, I understand. You would not have known matza on your own. You might have thought to learn and say that women are put from matzah. Let the Torah just say matzah. And you don't need to say hakel vana amina, and we would know on our own. If even little children, the taf you have to bring for for hakel, so of course women would would be chayavos. So hilchach have a little basics from abam kechavim That's what makes it matzah and hakel shneikus abam And when even though enochinami, those are mitzvah shas The women are chayavos in, they cannot be the basis for any sort of rule that women are chayavos mitzvah shas mangram. Rather, than women are potter.